Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learn? Well, we haven't heard from Bruno Mars in a while, and I think we all need a little Bruno Mars in our lives. He announced today that he and Anderson Pack are going to form a super group called Silk Sonic. And they're going to have a single. Next week, March 5th. Yay! Who is Anderson Pack? He's uh, kind of a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got some good stuff. I'll put, maybe I'll play something for you okay. um, uh, during the show today. But he's good. And uh, yeah, so that come, the single comes out and they said an album, an album is also in the works. We love him. Same. I've always loved Bruno Mars. Love. Yep. Um, this, here's another announcement. Ta-Nehisi Coates has been hired to pen the screenplay for an all-new Superman produced by J.J. Abrams, and they're saying it might be time for our first black Superman. Awesome. Oh, that'd be so, awesome. I love it. Yeah, so that was announced today. Did you guys ever read Between the World and Me, the book that no, he wrote? I um, didn't. I wish I would. I mean, everyone, it was everywhere. Well, you still could. I yeah, think, I know. I think, that one, I think it was in 2015. It's pretty powerful. Well, of course, we wish these two luck because... Because uh, you've probably heard of the Superman curse. Yeah, I know that's uh, a thing. But yeah. maybe my, what he, is the curse? Well, Fix- that just bad things happen to uh, guys People that play involved. Superman. Yeah, that play him. Yeah. So hmm. maybe we'll do that for vintage scandals. Yeah, that yeah, would that be, would a, be good a good one, one Rocco. Uh, and finally, George Clooney and Julia Roberts. If you like them in Ocean's Eleven together, they're yeah. going to be in a new movie called Ticket to Paradise. A romantic comedy that is going to be directed by the guy who directed the best exotic Marigold Hotel. Oh, love that. Oh, Finally. Yeah. We've oh, those, got some rom-com action. Yeah, those two are good together. All right, that's the stories for now. We'll do it again in an hour. And right now we're going to start the Lori and Julia show. That is brand new information. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour. And at 8.20, 12.20, and 5.20 on My Talk 107.1. Friday, the weekend is here. 
Opira, thanks for spending it with us. We're going to give you three hours of entertainment to kick off a nice uh, weekend where it's going to be in the 40s. Yes. 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 Oh, get, hopefully all that black snow that I saw today on Hiawatha uh, oh. will melt. I, 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 my car is so dirty. I drove in two and I thought, finally, there's not a line at the car wash yeah. at my local gas station. Success. So, I, uh, no, I get all the way up there, drive in. We're closed. Oh, you know. But it's dirty. No it's a dirty car. When you're using the windshield washer, wash your wash car. Your car <laughs> when you're putting in gas, I'm going around my door. Giving it a bath. There's extra salt over here. I'm like, this is trouble. Oh, yeah. When we were kids, one time we thought we'd help out my dad by like washing his car with the windshield wiper thing. Oh, with yeah. The, with the windshield things you get at SA, and it was a disaster. And he's like, you guys made it worse. Right. It, it's you just smeared around. You yes. smeared it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, in the summer, it might have been soapy and it might have been solid then. Yeah. It's it's but this weather's weird. Rocco, we know you've been busier than you know usual. A a, a two dollar cook in a short order place, okay? <laughs> today, but um, we did have inspiration, and uh, one of our reoccurring Instagram characters made a reappearance. Oh, I have today. not seen it. Lynette Beltro, uh-huh. who runs the glorious website Loop. Um, you know, Gwyneth got the. Scoop on loop by coming out last week with her intellectual vibrator. And Lynette has been working on it for quite a while, too, as well as some, mm-hmm. you know, innovative face mask designs. It's funny. So, Steph, you know, Steph Hansen says hilarious. Someone says what fun. Someone says laughing while on vacation at the beach in Playa del Carmen. Ah. Lovely. It'll just make you laugh. Lori, you're funny. And we put um, our Nancy wig on Lori. Well, that's Lynette Beltro. Yeah. Not a wig. That is her look. It is the the spectacles are how intellectual she is mm-hmm. and smart. And, and you've critical. cut out the masks to give. It, it's hysterical. You're I cut funny. out eye holes and put my glasses yeah. over because I'm trying to do double masking. Mm-hmm. You're funny. That is You're, good. Did you get any traction from your phallic? Oh, you have no idea. People yes. love the phallus. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, a lot. So there's a lot to look at on the Lori and Julia Instagram page well, right. this week. Well, we go, we go in spurts. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We had them posted like in a week before the penis ice. The, <laughs> the penicicle. Yeah. What do we call it? The, the, the phallicicle. Yes, let's not use the word spurts when we're talking about a phallicicle. Well, all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's you guys, we made it to Friday. And it's a full moon? Yes, it's a snow moon. That's what is this that month's, what this is called? Yep, this month's called a snow moon obviously because it's a snowy month that's why they named it that i've got the moon list yeah did so you I'll keep see, you abreast of the situation on the moons did you see the ice cream sunrise this morning the ribbons of no it looked like uh it neapolitan ice cream cream pretty red pink blue no but so i pretty i did notice how late it was light last night when we leave work it's oh, still light out. my gosh when we can see the witches hat at prospect park i oh, always it's think so nice i'm thinking two weeks ago when i left we were leaving here it was still dark yeah it's, when we were off work and then i feel like we've turned the corners it's kind so of it does psychologically yeah. feel that way for sure yeah yay yay i got my butt kicked at tennis last night oh we're sorry to hear that, but yet I'm sure you learned some tennis things.
I was some I, mistakes that you're like really, all of them. Yeah, but you're not going to make. I hit so many again. home runs. What was it? No, you never not make them again. It, that's it's like golf. Yeah, I know. You or make bowling. Them, yeah, yeah, you you, know. you hope to do better all the time, but it's just like oh wow. I thought you had a cute tennis outfit on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it wasn't as uh, tennis Frodo as usual. No, I. It was a very. It was a styling outfit. It was. I have like one. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, I don't. You should see me. Some wear of that cute, on any tennis day. Cute fashions the other people <laughs> wear. I'm just like in the same black, 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 black. black. Do people like have like? Oh, people get into it. People, mm-hmm. you know, um, like golf. You know, you can have different shoes, different skirts, different. Maybe shirts. that's why bowling's so popular. It doesn't cost that much money, and no one cares what you wear. Right. You know. Yeah. People like to have their own ball and shoes, but the otherwise, right. you know, anything goes. In and bowling. bowling, you can do more at any age. You don't have to be so physical. Yeah. To run around, and you don't have to worry about injuries and things like that. Yeah, but anyway. Although I've seen people fall at the bowling alley. I've fallen over myself at the tennis court many times. You've seen them at the bowling alley? Yeah, yeah. when people like are really, really excited about the ball they just threw and they're kind of running backwards. I'd like to see you and Marco. <laughs> Caraco's a bowler. Yeah, it's been a while, though. But I feel like you two could do a bowl off well, for charity. Uh-huh. You know, maybe. I'll emcee it. You do Well, that'll be real exciting. But everybody uh-huh. just. Here like, comes, <laughs> here comes Lori. You got to talk real bro- soft. Here she comes. She's, She's going to do the left to the right, the switch over and the twist. That's right. She's working a 12 pound da- battered put, Hello Kitty all, ball. It'll put everyone to sleep. We <laughs> had our, we got some, we had in trouble in our bowling league because we were kind of in a easy going bowling league. Yeah, right. And whenever people pizza. were going for a turkey, we would do the slow clap. The. No, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. It was a rowdy league. Yeah, it was okay. founded by The Onion, that you know, that kind of funny uh, satirical newspaper that yeah. was yes. back in the day. So there was like no rules. But then we'd be bowling next to another crabby old men's yes. league that had been there since the 70s. They didn't and like they that. they did not Well, it's, you're not supposed, it's just like you're not supposed to even say to somebody who, oh, this would be your third strike or you're oh, going for you your fourth strike. You don't, you so don't acknowledge rules. when somebody's on a roll okay. that you're you're cursing them. Got it. Either they will for sure it's like it. It's like when you're in the golf cart or you're standing by someone who's getting ready to tee off and you don't talk. That's right. You don't say, hey, hey how's it going? Wow, look at that. We're look bashing. at that naked lady over there on the next screen. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to no, disturb. No, you don't. Anyway, yeah, I don't have any sports activities planned for myself other than going to a couple of classes and kicking myself around and trying to... Um, I don't know that I really... I think you would be good at pickleball, Lori. I'm yeah. playing that tomorrow. I think you could, because you have a little hand-eye, more than we give you credit for ever. Julia, I'm an excellent aimer. Yeah. but so you that have to means be able... I can return, yeah. because I see. To see... To, to see is everything. To aim is to see. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco, have you ever tried pickleball? No, I, I've never... I finally saw it happening. Like you yeah. said, it's kind of like... Ping pong, but you're on the table. I mean, yeah, that... it's ping pong with a bigger paddle. Yeah, and you're on the table, and you're <laughs> yeah. on the table, right? But it's just so much fun. I mean, the it's league's more fun than ping pong in a way, right? Oh, way because it's physical. I just uh, for me, like I want to exercise and do something. I get too bored in a class. It's just not. I'm not good at that. Yeah. But um, the pickleball leagues, like they opened up this new place in Hopkins now. That you've got Minneapolis Cider Club here. With the leagues, and you can go. You don't have to be in a league, but you can go and have like a spice, you know, a spice cider and some mm-hmm. crabs, and go and play pickleball with people. 
And it's all, you know, social distancing and everything, but it's really, it's a fun new way to be social. Yeah. And it's more, it's more accessible than tennis for so many people because you don't have to have, you don't have to move so far and be, you know, tennis, you have to have an ounce more skill, I think. And, and, and precision. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A You're, little bit. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll just take just your word take for it. it. You're I the make, resident pickleball make, expert yeah. mm-hmm. at this show. Um, uh, Rocco and you I are happy to give you that title. Danny Love. Yeah, he played some pickleball, right? He plays it all the time. Mm-hmm. What? He's got time. He's got time, <laughs> but um, when he starts his new job, then he might not. Mm-hmm. Have any morning time? Mm-hmm. Right, listen, shift is two Julie, hours. do your kids have uh, the ping pong on the Oculus, the three D headset thing? Because maybe you and who I should would, play some. Who would virtual know? 3D. That would require them ever remembering. That thing is amazing, by the way. Do you play some ping pong on the Oculus? That. You did tell me to get that. I thank you. It's a great. Is it thing. that fun? It is pretty amazing. Sometimes I get dizzy from things, but ping pong, you it feels super real. It's pretty amazing. All right, cool. all right. Listen, we got to go because it's our story. We can't get enough of. Well, it's nothing for love for this next story. We knew that this was happening because a couple weeks ago we saw James Corden and Prince Harry on the top of a double-decker bus in Hollywood. Yes. And we're like, They're what, filming. What in the carpool karaoke is going on? And it is such an extraordinary video. I have to give props to CBS, James Corden, the production team, Prince Harry. This is an amazing interview it was so candid so relaxed and so funny it's kind of mind-blowing mm-hmm. i mean cbs is winning because then a week from sunday it's oprah and megan yes it is and harry will make a little appearance in that and she made a little appearance but it was about a 17 minute segment and it aired during james corden's show last night okay. yeah we posted it yeah. on the low j page i think it's on the my talk home page but it is you know they had tea on top of the bus and about five minutes into the 17 minute long segment and hanging outside of the real life house from the fresh prince of bel-air and that's where we'll start the audio okay the house from the fresh prince of bel-air it's good enough for the fresh prince it's good enough for a real prince okay do you remember the song now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Now, take a minute. Sit right there. Sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called... Bella. Look at you! Okay. See? It's made for you. <laughs> Only James Corden. He invited Prince Harry. Oh, they're knocking on the door for a special episode of Carpool Karaoke on last night's Late Late Show right here on CBS. Now, this was taped before Harry and Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, confirmed that they will not return as working members of Britain's royal family. The show, as you might expect, had plenty of laughs, but Harry also revealed quite a bit about the disconnect between royal life and his family life and the factors that led them to move to California. So mm-hmm. he walks up to the house, you know, he said, I've really got to use the loo. Well, first, will you sell me? Will you sell the house? And Harry's like, I i don't think my wife wants to move again, but I've really got to use the loo. And the lady's like, come on in. <laughs> and it was so cute. And then uh, um, and then here, this is a very interesting thing. But I mean, this is a huge PR win for Harry, because one of the things 
that's happened. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And with all of this is that here he's getting to reintroduce himself mm-hmm. because the story has just been about how he's left the family, disappointed the Roy. You know, there's been all this yeah, it's stuff, very negative narrative around v- him. very much all the tensions. And when he does, we do hear from him, it's always advocating serious issues. So this Harry is going to be a great celebrity and I don't care what the British Royals say or think they are celebrities. They like to pretend that they're not, but they are royal celebrities, mm-hmm. you know? And so he, and that was one of the things why people always loved Harry is he, he seemed like the fun he loving felt- guy that you, you could actually sit and have a beer with. And he would be down to he earth. Was the spare. Yeah, he didn't yeah, have yeah. all the pressure, you know, and he didn't have to act so he's, king-like. Well, and he's a member of the British royal family that always seemed to have a sense of humor, yeah. which is something they don't have. So, and the carpool, <laughs> this really, they were giving us hot and sweet tea. And this part about the crown is interesting because this past season of the crown was all about the young and beginning relationship of his dad, Prince Charles and Princess Diana. And it was... Not a pretty picture. It was bittersweet. It was poignant. It was maddening, but it was not rose colored. Okay. Right. So here's this is Harry about what he has to say about watching The Crown. Okay. Corden also brought up the fictional Netflix show The Crown, which has reportedly upset some members of the royal family for taking artistic license with the storylines. They don't pretend to be news. It's fictional, but it's loosely based on the truth. Yes. Of course it's not strictly accurate. Of course course it's not. Harry says the show does not bother him. I refuse to be blamed any longer for this grotesque misalliance. I wash my hands of it. Or how it betrays his parents, Prince Charles and Princess Diana. I'm way more comfortable with the crown than I am seeing the stories written about my family or my wife or myself. Because the difference between that is obviously fiction, take it how you will, but this is being reported on as fact because you're supposedly news. Yeah, I have a real issue with that. 
So that statement right there has got the wow. British press across the pond who have been so toxic, clutching their toxic pearls um, so hard because he does make the point, okay, you know, take it what you will. The crown is fiction, but all these stories that get reported in the Daily Mail, the Sun, are reported as facts. They and, are reported as news. You're right, Lauren. Yes, and he said, I have a real... And so the British media today is losing their mind because he just called them out on American television, on a hugely watched platform, and Americans like Harry and Meghan. Yeah. There's a real... He's very astute... And smooth and knows what he's doing. And it's not the first time he's called out the media. He's talked about them in relation to his mother. He had a very funny story about that Archie's first word was crocodile. It's a very big word for a baby. But who knows how, you know. And then, you know, that Prince Philip, when they Zoom with him, he doesn't know how to go out of the call. So he just slams the thing shut. That that would be how you would end a call. I know. And uh, Queen Elizabeth wanted to know what um, Archie wanted for Christmas. And they said, well, he loves waffles. So they sent a waffle maker. It was just a win, win, win. Let's listen to one more cut. After a bit of joking with Late Late Show host James Corden, the conversation turned to Harry's decision to step back from royal duties. We all know what the British press can be like, and it was destroying my mental health. I was really? like, this is toxic. Yeah. So I did what any husband and what any father would do, is like, I need to get my family out of here. Prince Harry, his wife Meghan Markle and son Archie and a baby on the way have settled outside of Los Angeles. They hope to carve out more independent lives away from intense media scrutiny. But we never walked away. And as far as I'm concerned, whatever decisions are made on that side, I will never walk away. I will always be contributing. But my life is public service. So wherever I am in the world, it's going to be the same thing. I mean, yeah. the pot, and then, well, then you see yeah. he called them out, called them toxic. We and never walked away, even though everyone is saying that and all the media. And he made it clear it was his decision. He was just like, uh, he couldn't take it. Right. He couldn't take it. He had to defend his girlfriend of two months with a begging public letter to all of the media to stop saying that because it was inciting so when much vitriol. When they first vitriol. started dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so he called them out, you know, again, and, um, you know, he's freed from royal rigidity. Oh, 100%. Larry. But the, across the pond, they are clutching, they are aghast that he would do something so common as to ask a lady that lives in that house, mm-hmm. Fresh Prince, if he could use the loo. Just, oh my God, it's not odd. They're absolutely losing their minds, and it just makes them look so foolish. Because Harry, this is, if you want to call this um, a PR, a planned PR strategy, which obviously this was, this is an A++ diamond Highest rating possible. There's not one thing wrong with it. Everything about it is great. Right. It achieves all of that. Mm-hmm. Leading up to a week from Sunday. When we sit Oprah, down with yeah. So they're losing their mind. And it was just an extraordinary video. If you get a chance to watch it, it's just delightful. It's posted on our show page and all over my talk, too. He's having a great time. He's 
He sounds, Creed. he looks so happy and yeah. loose and just mm-hmm. genuine, and he's so bull-legged, I'm shocked. Oh, they finished so with funny. an obstacle course, a, milita- a military obstacle course. I'm like, geez, it took him all that time to get out of the royal family. The most rigid thing, he can do 90 seconds easy. Remember our yeah. obstacle course? Yeah. All right, Rocco, what's happening on the road? Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. So we were talking about the James Corden, Prince Harry, they're calling it carpool karaoke. Um, that aired last night on CBS, and it is posted on our page. If you haven't seen it, it's really, really great. And Roger Friedman thinks that this is as good as James Corden's Paul McCartney carpool karaoke, which won an Emmy. Yeah. Well, it's an amazing interview. Yeah, it really is. And also, um, you know, when Prince Harry, you know, I'll never walk away from the royal family, but it was destroying my mental health because, you know, just making up. he's spoken about this for for years. For a long time. For a long time. One of the things I was looking at some of the royal correspondents across the pond and my fate, a lot of them have jumped on the bandwagon that Harry has invaded his own privacy by doing this interview ahead of the Oprah interview. They're trying this kind of... First of all, you can't... He's undermined his wife? You can't invade your own privacy, okay? That that is... is, There's no... Stop being smug about that, Mm -hmm. you British toady press people. And then also, they were like, yes, he's ruining the exclusive. He's not. He just set the buffet, and we find out we find out that Harry, your biggest fan, is sitting right here. Megan's nickname for him is Has. Who knows H A Z? James was like Has, and he's like, he goes, so can I call you Has? And he goes, you're not my wife, are you? I mean, he was just right. He was just so 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 good. And then also, did they talk about her being pregnant again, or their second child, or anything more about their kids? No, no. And then Harry also, um, some of the British press is clutching their their um, racist pearls that he's giving his side of things. That's what well, their critique is. And it's like, okay, do you want him to argue on the behalf of the racist a-holes who are coming up with these stories? I mean, it is so ridiculous. Well, they're... Listen, I think that they are so bummed that he's gone. No, they're you think still they perpetuating per- to perpetuate? the talks. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Like, imagine... Saying that you've they, he's you've invaded, invaded your, your own, own privacy, privacy and that he, and yelling at him that he's giving a side of things and meanwhile Prince Andrew the FBI still wants to talk to in connection with the pedophile and rapist Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, are we done? Let's move on. Let's move on to the Golden please, Globes, please, because they're this Sunday night. If people have been wanting, I'm just looking because um, on our Lori and Julia show page at mytech1071.com, there is listed, you know, some of the best dresses ever from the Golden Globes. It's the 51 most iconic, according and, to town and country. It's and an a amazing. lot of them are recent ones. And I just, I am, I'm just a little bit, it made me a little bit sad that we aren't going to see the red carpet. I miss. There's a red carpet. People are showing up to the show, Julia. You think that we're going to look, tune into E and see it? It's going to be airing. NBC is doing a red carpet. People are going to be there. All right. There might not be any press on the red carpet. It might be the favorite red carpet in New York or L.A. that's ever been done. Well, well, let's listen to NBC. Joe Fryer from NBC has what we can expect. 
Like everything else, the Golden Globes will look different this year. It's happening on two coasts. Tina Fable co-hosts from here inside New York's iconic Rainbow Room, while Amy Poehler will be at the Beverly Hilton in California. It's a year filled with change as viewers and nominees prepare to watch from home. The ballroom may not be brimming with stars and champagne, but Hollywood's biggest party is still on. Tina and I are back, hosting the Golden Globes. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler will host for the first time in six years. Meryl Streep is not here tonight. She has the flu, and I hear she's amazing in it. Fey will be in New York, Poehler at the Beverly Hilton, joined by some presenters and about 40 vaccinated healthcare workers. We've created more of an intimate vibe, so they'll be seated in couples at cocktail tables. Nominees will appear virtually, projected onto the giant screen that fills the stage. So it's going, okay. the people who are presenting are going to be walking, will be yes. there in person. Okay. And oh, I just can't, can't wait to see some glamour. So and you some do dresses. do. You're not going to see a lot sure. though. And who knows if he has made arrangements with people who are nominees to have cameras be at home yeah, for that red they carpet. They did that at the Emmys. They yeah. had cameras. At least they yeah. kind of did it in everyone's houses because like, they didn't know who would win. It was kind of so cool I, that way. I checked my uh, TV guide and so uh, NBC is planning right. on doing a red carpet show from 6 to 7 and E is doing, of course, like from 2 to Think Seven. of think of the fill on that show. Oh my! Well, the, you know what they do is they go back and they'll do and show old stuff. But yeah. really, they ought to just show nothing but ease, fashion red carpet with Joan and Melissa. That would be a that would be such a fun. The day. most horrible thing that ever happened at the Golden Globes, as far as like you and I clutched our pearls, was the year. Joan and Melissa weren't doing it anymore. They were trying new things. Isaac and Isaac Mizrahi yeah, actually grabbed yeah. Scarlett Johansson's breast. breast, Rocco. He did. He cupped it, I guess, because yeah. he thought he was a gay guy. And we've had that happen to us before. And said something about, oh, you're not wearing a bra. Mm -hmm. It was just, and she just mortifying. And the look on her face. She looked like she wanted to punch yes, him. Exactly. And, and I, you know what, he kind of... Um, People were just like, we're he, sick of that guy. Yeah. He that was really a gross thing, and it I would, and he was, it was disgusting. Yeah, it was. It was so, so rude. So as far as you know, well, the, we've got. Let's listen. Maybe you'll get your questions right. answered here from Joe. This year's nomination sparked controversy and renewed criticism of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for lack of diversity. The HFPA, which gives out the awards, has no black members and has been accused of snubbing black-led projects. I know how to handle white folks. Though the late Chadwick Boseman is favored to win Best Actor, this year's picks for Best Picture didn't include acclaimed projects with black-led casts. While the movie Music, panned by critics, and the show Emily in Paris, which got mixed reviews, both scored nominations in major categories. The HFPA responded Thursday saying in part, we understand that we need to bring in black members as well as members from other underrepresented backgrounds and we will immediately work to implement an action plan to achieve these goals as soon as possible. Well, I think they're very worried about being investigated for some of the accepting of, I know, it, of, of all money the bribes, and stuff. The that, bribes and the extra trips. That, that L.A. Times story, there's going to be some... I, Accounting issues that are going to be looked at uh, as far as all that goes. And I think we just have one more takeaway about what to expect from the show. 
Alexander Hamilton. As for Sunday night, expect a duel for best comedy musical, pitting Hamilton against Borat. America! Well, Nomadland, Mank, and the trial of the Chicago 7 compete for top drama. Three women are nominated for best director. Why would I care about her? Because I care about her! On the TV side, Netflix leads the way with 42 nominations. Two legends will also be honored. Norman Lear, at age 98, is getting the Carol Burnett Award. Jane Fonda, the Cecil B. DeMille Award. It was so unexpected, and it's such a great honor, and it made me so happy that I burst into tears. Aww. This week, I spoke with both Lear and Fonda. What do you respect most about each other? Norman understands the great thing about laughter is your guard is down. And when your guard is down, new ideas can come through to you. I love hearing that, especially from you, Jane Fonda, who inspired me in everything I did. That, yeah. that was Norman Lear. Yeah. And she's like 100, right, or something? 99, he, he, I think. Yeah, 99. He, he still wears his fishing. He's so, he's so cute. cute. And he said, um, he said about Carol Burnett, he said, um, because this used to be the called, uh, he is getting the Carol Burnett mm-hmm. icon award or legacy right, award, right, and right. she's getting the Cecil D. DeMille right. award, which I'll just remind you that Angelina Jolie got that like five years ago. Yeah. Jane Legend Fonda finally getting it, but she's really... Sweet, she told um, Ellen, she was on Ellen and talking about this documentary, 9 to 5, which is really kind of an interesting, I had no idea, like the genesis of that movie was that they were trying to get women who were secretaries and, you know, the 9 to 5 women mm-hmm. to have better pay and everything. Like, anyway, she, but Ellen asked her about the Golden Globes. Okay. And she said, well, you know, I'm not shopping anymore. So I had to find something in my closet that still fits me that would be great. And I did find something. So she will actually be there. And good. her hair went solid gray yep. two years ago. So she that's why she's told Ellen, I don't have to. I'm not coloring anymore. And I love it. And I'm never getting married again. I love my fire drill Fridays. And she just looked like a million bucks. She's like 81. She's 84. She, is she 84? She's 84. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so whatever she wears, right? Friday or Sunday night is Jane Fonda vintage from her closet. I kind of love that. I'm not shopping anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, if I had her closet, you could say that. Oh, you know, no. you know, she's got beautiful things in it. Beautiful. Yeah, and she, she's cool. Yeah, she's just cool. Um, yeah, Norman Lear is 98. He is a force of nature. And, and wasn't he, he in the news this week that he was going to produce a new show yes. with uh, George Wallace and? Um, the woman from the, what was her name? The trans woman from, um, oh, yes. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, right? Laverne Cox. Yeah. Okay. And she's going to play his daughter and it's kind of Joyful about acceptance. Stress. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing mm-hmm. that he's 99 and producing a new show and that sounds good. Those two people, George Wallace oh. and Laverne Cox, that's a, that's that going to be a good show. Yeah. Also, Norman Lear's talked about, um. He lives in Peter Fonda's house that also Henry Fonda lived in. That's the house Norman Lears lives in. And he told Jane, he said, on the electrical box, there's still a sticker that says Fonda from when your dad lived in this house. I love that. In Bel Air. Yeah, never changed the fuse box. Never Ooh, changed. You the wouldn't. Ta- you yeah. wouldn't. You know the. Not stickers. the tape. Yeah. It was the where you. It sure. had like a type, like a. 
you would you could actually make like a braille type of a don't dot thing. Don't you remember those? Yes, and it could be. Don't you? Hey, what yes. were those things I don't called? Know what they were oh, called. Rocco, we would do those. It was a wheel, and you would put in the letters, and it would come out. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Embossed. It was like embossed tape. Yes. And, but you'd have a letter machine. My grandpa loved it for oh, his organized school oh, stuff. Yes. It was oh. whatever that was called. No. Anyway, so, yeah, that's, I'm looking forward to watching that. There's a big, um, there's a advertisement that uh, is a big step for women everywhere. This ad was canceled at the last minute 2020 Oscars for being too uh, graphic, but there's going to be the first commercial. It's by the parenthood brand Freedom Mom. And it is, uh, it is the first commercial commercial ever shown on TV showing lactating breasts. And all that means is, is it showing there's a, people breastfeeding? There's their kids? a female voice narrating in the commercial as two women breastfeed their babies. The nipples aren't uncensored and says, All right, girls, you've got this latch and latch better. And oh, God, unlatch and latch. And they're just trying to lift all up the whole body, veil. All, all different body types. Yeah. All different breast sizes. Yeah. they were, You know why they were banned? This was banned from the Oscars as being too. Um, graphic, the ad, they had a new mom trudging into a bathroom wearing thick diaper-like mesh underwear, which does sound frightening, but probably is a real deal. And That's um, called, that you wear those right after you have a kid. Yeah, you can't even believe it. You're Frida, like, who knew they made mesh underwear? Yeah, Frida Mom said last year about it, we were really surprised to hear that feminine hygiene was put in the same category as guns, ammunition, religion, and politics. So mm-hmm. they're kind of a really great brand. So people are happy about that. I think you're, you know, you're going to we'll look see. forward to seeing the commercial. Just because it's I normalizing a way that yep. this is how people, this is how the world, has, you know, the babies eat. No, this is what happens. We drink cow's milk, for God's sake. Why are we so squeamish about a lactating breast? Well. Riddle me that. I know we've got to go. We'll We'll be right back. Oh, Brittany, you beautiful angel, you. We hope you're doing well today. Still isn't posted on Insta since the Bulls. Yeah, well, she, um, what Paris Hilton says, she still goes out and hangs out with her every once in a while. Yeah. And, um... She just said I'm she's, glad to hear that. Yeah, I was but too. Paris wants she has been on the free Britney thing. Yeah, so that's they're still coming friends. from Britney. Mm-hmm. Okay, just going back to the Golden Globes, just for one. They're just, this Sunday night on NBC. That's right. Just a couple of little scandalous things. So okay, to last, watch for well, just that that happened? snubs that happened. Okay. okay, so for some reason, even though everybody has known. I believe Tanya Hart, our friend, told us about this, about the Hollywood Foreign Press years ago. There are no black members. And right. I'm like, how can that be in all the Hollywood, whoever compromises these 90 locations? She, and she's like, I don't know, girl. You know, yep. and so that finally became out loud news. They they um, spend, they, they're very easily, like when the Emily in Paris people invited it, because that show got nominated. They're easily bought, Laurie. But Lily Influence. Collins wasn't nominated, and they were all put up at um, like this, the St. Regis, $1,400 a night, Rocco, invited to the set, basically whined and dined, boondoggled for a yes, week. I, yeah. I want to know how to become a member I of the too. Hollywood Foreign Press. But, but so so that Emily in Paris, the show got nominated, but not Lily. And mm-hmm. she's 
everything in the right. show, you know, but it got nominated for just eye candy. No reason. Kate Hudson. There's just apparently the Hollywood Foreign Press loves Kate Goldie because she's in the Sia movie called Music, which everybody just hates and says it's so is, bad. It has really been. And she shaved bland. her head for it, yep. which is why she got nominated. People, a, a beautiful European legend was snubbed, which I can't believe the Hollywood Foreign Press snubbed a beautiful European right. legend. Sophia Loren, 86 yes. years old. She was amazing in this movie called uh, The Life Ahead as a Holocaust survivor who was a prostitute, you know, what led, you know, at whatever age she was. But anyway, she watches over the children of the prostitutes in this small, not, I mean, it's not small, but like down in so Naples. So you're surprised port. that she didn't get nominated because she... She's a Hollywood yeah. European legend. This is the type of stuff that they love. So know her. And then the two first-time winners last year of Golden Globes, Mrs. Maisel and Succession, they were all left out. Well, I'm going to say... They don't, yeah, they don't. And then... and then They like to get them once and then they're done. And One then and done. Spike Lee and a lot of people that really hurt that Defied Bloods wasn't recognized for all the performances. Spike Lee himself and then Spike Lee's son and daughter are the Golden Globe ambassadors yes, this year. So, you know, he's happy about that. And Tom Hanks won the Cecil D. DeMille Cecil Award DeMille. last mm-hmm. year. And people were... Really surprised that uh, the Golden Globes didn't show love for his movie News of the World, which everybody said is great. Have any of us watched no. it, Rocco? Which one? News of the World, no. the post Civil War America that Tom great. Hanks yep. is in. That's supposed to be really amazing. Mm-hmm. And also the uh, BBC show that everyone fell in love with, it, including you and I. I, I may destroy you. Oh, people felt Emily yep. in Paris got the. <laughs> Got the spot yep. that I made you start because that was a BBC production, British, you know, yep. it's got on paper, it seems like all the things, but anyway, I'm uh, I can't wait to watch it. It's uh, we even had an award show, and just I know well, it's been a really long time. Normally, at this time, we're wrapping it up, everything's over I in a regular like year. It, that they're spreading it out, though. No, don't even wish for well, a no. repeat of this, Julia. Bite no. your tongue. Well, I do like it that it's not all in the same week. It felt like that. Last year was compressed because the Oscars did the big footing. Yeah. Uh, I hope, yeah. So anyway, lot of, I hope Kaylee Cuoco wins the flight attendant. I just think that that was just such a great show. I don't want Nicole Kidman to win for The Undoing, but I do want Hugh Grant. How do you feel about that? Well, I want him to win because he's so good at his speeches. But he, I didn't. I didn't watch it, Lori. I didn't watch. The you undoing. didn't watch nope, Undoing at all. I didn't. Nope. Rocco, nope. did you? Which one again? Undoing. No, that was no. Uh-uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you know don't. I mean, it, don't why, it don't looks, read anything I'm, about it because well, the spoilers. Yeah, but. I don't want to know. I that one. I just there's so many other ones right now. Yeah, but it's only six episodes, so it was very. Easy, easy to do. I hope Poop Creeks. Now, who would you like to have win? This doesn't make any sense. Al Pacino to be nominated by Best Performance in an Actor for a show called Hunters? No. No. He's up against Perry Mason, Matthew Reese. He's great. Great. Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. Super great. Josh O'Connor plays Prince Philip in The Crown. Which was, He's he was amazing. And, yes. From and the Jason few- Bateman for Ozark. I, they just must love Al. You know, yeah, yeah. 
So, and then the other kind of, I, I, I really do want Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal to win for Best Actor in a Motion Picture. He's so incredible. He's our guy from The Night Of. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. He's the drummer. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that? I Michael? watched The Night Of, but I did not watch The Sound you of Metal. you got to watch The Sound of Metal. I know. Metal. You're right. I watched I something. We'll talk about it later. Either. I watched the first episode of The Lady and the Dale last night on HBO Is Max. Is that a wild it story? It was not what I was expecting. Okay, we'll talk us. about it later. We got about 10 seconds. Oh. But I thought it was just some movie about a woman in a 70s car, and I started watching it, and I'm like, what? It is the craziest story yes. that no one in America knew until The Lady and the Dale. Uh, just about Just a time period it. in the 70s. The, it's an incredible show. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That's, right. It was crazy. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the other side, Rocco.